Hey guys, welcome back to the Create Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Selman. Um, so today we got a couple topics we're going to be discussing. The main one, though, is is rock dying or is it evolving in this new age we live in? Um, I'm brought here today with Ralph D'Antonio, How's it my going, friend guys? over here at Pace University. And so uh, he loves music, he loves rock, and so we're going to be we're definitely getting into that. But first, we're going to talk about some entertainment news this past week. So I don't know if you saw, but apparently this past uh, Saturday for SNL, mm-hmm. it's finally back. And for the artist who was there was Megan Thee Stallion, the whole right. WAP, whatever. The whole WAP, yeah. <laughs> that thing, yeah, that thing, Virginia. And But so she was performing one of her like own songs. And then literally in the middle of it, she was doing, she did like a tribute to Breonna Taylor. Where like the whole setup for the stage was, um, she had like that, uh, you know, not like 40, but like it was a giant screen all around. And she had yeah, uh, yeah. like around the stage and she had like seven gunshots go off or whatever. And like everyone yeah, was like super like, uh, it was like dead Damn. silence for a sec or whatever. And then she went on, um, there was like audio of like a Malcolm X speech and all that. And um, I was surprised because I didn't see anything in social media about it until like I kind of read about it when I saw yeah, it. Yeah, no, online. like that, that's you know? weird because like you're seeing on Instagram and all these social media platforms, everyone is re-bringing up topics yeah, like justice for Breonna Taylor. But I'll t- it's honestly, it's honestly cool to see like musicians and artists like bring light to that because they're exactly. the people that people listen to. Yeah, you know that's the I mean? thing. And you know what I, what I think is important too is that people could say like a lot of the, especially hip hop, that whole scene, it's a lot of vulgar. It could be vulgar, oh, yeah, a lot yeah, of the yeah. stuff they write, but also too like that's like, people love that. You know, like that's the best place. Yeah, to, that's uh, what people want to hear. Yeah, so that's to. a perfect place to put yeah. in that social awareness stuff. Exactly. Regardless of what the hell you're making. So, and then also I did see that the the Met, they have this the thing called the Met Opera Uptown or whatever, mm-hmm. right in New York City. And so they are not opening that opera house, which is apparently very famous until 2021, fall 2021. Wow. And so I was thinking like, you know, because last week and now we're talking about just concert wise, theater wise, music, like all the movie wise too, just like things being open and like, if it's fall 2021, they're like putting like a dead set. Like that's the, mm-hmm. that's like more than a year away. Like, exactly. Oh, it's just a year away. But so it's just, it's crazy to think that if that's the case for like opera, think about what it's going to mean for like festivals, concerts, oh, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, you know? like it, it's, it's all up in the air. Yeah. I mean, no you know one really I mean? knows what's going on. And it sucks. I'm sure people suck here. They, they hate to hear that, but it just, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That just blows. I don't know. And then the other thing then too was the Spider-Man 3. Yes, we got. Yes, we Electra. have uh, Tobey Maguire possibly coming back. Yeah, and they're, they're doing. Uh, we were talking yesterday, right? Yeah, we literally yesterday about this. Like the the whole universe, like being they're intertwined. Yeah, and different people coming, and then uh, I, I, you, I think you referenced how like that's even what the comics were like, and so they're just exactly. paying homage to that. And, mm-hmm. and I'm excited because I think Tobey Tobey Maguire is my Spider Man. Yeah, I'll, which would be I'll, dope. I'll, I'll that would defend be, that. Be crazy. Yeah. And then Electro what was Jamie Fox right? Jamie coming Fox back, is Electro, yeah. which is. That's, that's like, cool. and that's, I'm so curious because I think that if they do go that route, um, with the alternate universe kind of thing and stuff like that, there's so many more possibilities for them to do for the oh, movies. Oh, yeah. No, it, you can, you can do, it, it, it's honestly super smart to think it that way. Yeah. Because like, uh, like if you think of other, other movies, like, let's, I know we're talking DC now, yeah. about Batman and everything, you, you can't really bring back Batman in a way. Yeah. You know, you, you have to gonna, recreate it. And the, the new Batman movie is coming out, which looks phenomenal. Awesome. It, I heard that, uh, we talked about last week, I was saying with Ethan, but Robert Pattinson got covid Whatever. Yes, no, he got, they announced it, yeah. and then I think he got it, like, right then and there. So, like, I don't know how that's going to affect the production of it, or if they yeah. have some of it it's gonna stop done, stuff. but, yeah, no, like, that's definitely going to affect it. And um, I feel like with every Batman movie that comes out, it just gets darker. Yeah. Like, like darker in, like, what's going on, but also just the, 
the filming and just the way everything looks. I swear, the whole it vibe is very. Time. It gets it super does, dark. Yeah, I, I, I just love that though. Yeah, for oh, yeah. Batman, especially too, with the whole grittiness and all that, mm-hmm. and like I feel like it's more because I wish like I love MCU. Like back to Marvel, I love MCU. Yeah. But what DC I think strives in um, is that darker kind of feel. Yeah, with a lot no, of movies. I I think you're definitely right about that. I've always yeah. associated DC with having like that like that dark undertone yeah. and like even for the heroes they, they, they have an incentive yeah you know what I mean like, like Superman has the incentive Batman has the incentive like mm-hmm. there's all little things that are eating at them it's, have you seen uh, Bad Boys on Amazon or have heard about it no I've seen that it yet. looks so it's it's crazy so basically it's um it's like all these like DC super like all superheroes in general or whatever but it's like if superheroes were like actual people it's so, like it's like them doing like uh what is it you know like a superhero like they have powers and they're like one of them's like flying drunk home hey, from a party. I think I did, you know, I, you may have. That, yeah, that, that rings a bell. It's on a Amazon. Yeah. I think it's on Amazon. Uh, I think it, yeah, it's Amazon Prime. And so I saw, I watched the first episode, the first ten minutes. I still got to finish the first episode, but it is insane. It's like, good. Like, and you right said it's like that. everyday people having powers. Yeah, it's like well, it's, it's cool. kind of like um, it's more like uh, like it's there's t- like few superheroes, but like it's if superheroes like acted more actual humans More, so like no, yeah, yeah so it'd be like one guy like his superpowers his flowers like flying in strength or whatever but like one night he's drunk flying home oh. whatever and he accidentally bangs into a truck and that truck driver dies and all oh. and instead of like he just goes back home like he goes where he doesn't even like think about it like he's like all right wow. i'm gonna just run away that's not yeah and, you know? and, and then like that's like 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 a drunk driver happening, yeah. you know. Like it's kind of like exactly. oh, he's driving home, like he's flying home drunk. Sorry, yeah. but that, that, that's like <laughs> yeah. a hit and run. It's like, that, that's, that's what crazy. it is. He's just running away, you know, because wow. they have. Like, it's it's. It, I, I heard it's um, it's it does give like a super dark vibe, and I like that, especially for superhero movies, because I loved how movies like Logan. I don't know if you saw that one with Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then also Deadpool too. Like that, how it has like that vulgar kind of stuff, but also yeah, like yeah. It's, it's um. I don't know, it's not, like, because people, a lot of superhero movies, people, like, think immediately, PG, oh, it's going to be PG-13. It's going to be, like, yeah, kind of like, you know what I mean? So, I'm glad they're going in that route more now uh, than ever for those, so. No, I, I, th- I, th- I, think, I think it just really adds, like, a different element and, like, it just, like, another does, yeah. aspect of the movie that's great. Yeah. You know? I, and, you know, I definitely um, like that. Yeah, so hopefully, we'll see where that goes or whatever. I think they're up to season two or something like that. They're making their way, so. But I definitely got to check out more. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely I'll check that out. Soon. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. And then, uh, next up, we have the big topic for today, which is, is rock dying or evolving? And yeah, I'm sure, I, obviously, there's so many genres of rock, subgenres or whatever. Yeah, which so just many. you know, I, I feel like a new one is like yeah, every, every single, single day, day. You know, so it's just, but it's more just like because um, you know, like nowadays we think of like pop and hip hop, like those are the mm-hmm. two things, those yeah. two genres yeah. of music are always like that's that's the big thing now. Like you know, like I feel like um, you look at bands like Bon Jovi or like Motley Crue or like yeah. even like older bands like Fleetwood Mac or like um, even like the Beatles or whatever. Those type of bands I feel like are not. You don't even see that much like huge bands anymore you know what i mean yeah yeah no i yeah i i it's uh you think of it and it's all it's all i think it's like a single artist now you always yeah, you think of always single you know, artist taylor swift ed sheeran and then exactly. meg the stallion like we talked yeah, about like, no, I, I, I i so um i don't think it's dying yeah i definitely think that it's evolving and, and that's just what it, I, I think there's so many cases you can make there is yeah. about rock evolving and mm. and like i because like there's always going to be rock yeah you know, it, it's, it's never going to go away it's just how it is yeah. and then like um if you go back to molly crew um the beatles and fleetwood mac I, yeah. I, I think i do believe that every band has their time yeah so you know beatles 60s early 70s that was their time mm-hmm. like you know like and then that was their era then yeah, from there that's kinda... their era and, and i think they know that too yeah and then um 
Fleetwood Mac, you know, 70s, the yeah, they have all that going stuff. on. Yeah. That was just their time. And yeah. then, you know, the, the 80s is like the pinnacle of music. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you, you think of like, or I, you know, I'm talking to my parents or like a, um, a 80s movie comes on and there's a song like, oh, we, we used to yeah. jam this back in the day. Yeah, and then I'm nowadays. thinking like nowadays we're jamming Max the Stallion. Yeah, or yeah that's the thing. It's crazy. I think it's just definitely the, the time periods and what people really want to listen to. Exactly. Yeah. That's definitely the best way to put it because, um, you know, even like, I was thinking of like, um, I think 80s rock is when it started to change a lot because then you get new wave synth, that kind of like oh, genre it's, music. It's always techno drums. Yeah, it got into that. And because of that, I think that it may have taken, like I still, I love new wave and stuff like that, but I think, and even since I love all that, but I think that a lot of it took a hit then. Like, that was like a changing point or one of the changing points because um, then you got into like new wave was really a rock and pop, like a mix yeah. of that, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Because then, and then alternative rock came with like REM and all that. They started oh, the yeah. whole, and um, in the 90s or whatever, you got like grunge, punk, all that kind of stuff. And then I think 2000s is a big time too, because that was more, that's when rap was really, and like pop was really starting to get, because yeah. then you see artists like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, R&B kind of artists yeah. like Nelly or like um, uh, Neo, all these like, you know. And so um, I think that's when, and there was still like those bands, not like emo punk, or, not, or like not even emo, just like more, I don't know, like um, you My know, Chemical Romance like, uh, or like... Um, uh, a Disco and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, stuff like, yes, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's when, because like, I feel like those are popular bands. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah, no, popular. and they're still popular. Yeah, yeah they're just, still, but like it's not, it's like a genre of, or like a subgroup of people that aren't as, you know, plentiful or majority as compared to say, um, you know, like today with like Travis Scott. Yeah. He's, yeah. you know what I mean? So I think that's, I don't know. I, I don't know where it kind of, I mean, where do you see like it kind of like getting to that point the of like shift? shift. Yeah. And it's, so, all right. So um, as you were saying that, I was thinking to myself, I think like, I I think I think when the new wave and the synth hit, yeah. that was like maybe the final hurrah. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as the 90s hit, all the bands were like, okay, like we know that that old style yeah. isn't a thing anymore. And I think the 90s is when new genres are going to hit mm-hmm. because I, I I think grunge is probably yeah. the, the biggest one that came out. I mean, Definitely. Nirvana, yeah, yeah Pearl Jam, and, like, mm-hmm. so many bands that yeah. just like took like this greenness and rock. And mm-hmm. it's just like, wow. And, and even that's like, a, like, I feel like grunge is a darker kind of rock. It you is. Know? Yeah. It, it's, um, it definitely like, a st- that's when I think it, um, that whole darker rock evolved more yeah. through that. Um, and then even 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 taking a subgenre as grunge, even that split into like different parts. Like I, I think grunge turned into hardcore, which is like super fast paced, just screaming stuff in your ear. And then you have like I think they took maybe like the darker elements of grunge and like talking about yourself. And like I think that became like the emo look, so to say. Mm-hmm. So like that, that's where you get bands like My, uh, My Chemical Romance, Panic of a Disco coming, mm-hmm. taking these like. We I, I and I always think of like circus when I think of them. Like Pan- Panic of a Disco, their first yeah, album they have was that so vibe. It, it was all a circus vibe, and the whole the um the album's called A Fever to Sweat Out. Yep. It came out in two thousand five. Has the whole circus feel like weird. It, it's yeah. not synths, but they have weird like trilling pianos that remind you of the circus. Um, my chemical. I mean, I mean, like my chemical romance is a black parade, but yeah. still, like of that otherworldly that sort of kind feel. Of kind of vibe. You know, yeah. So I, I think just um, going back, I think the '90s was like, okay, we we need to figure things out, and then people are like, okay, but like, I I like this as like this aspect of rock, or this person's like, oh, you know, I I kind of feel towards like a more heavy synthy thing. So that's why I think all these genres came, and um, 
you know, um, like nowadays, you think of all those rappers and hip hop, and it's mm-hmm. not really like bands playing guitars and drums. Like bands playing like playing guitars and drums are kind of in the background now. So yeah. you think of that as like underground. I agree. That's what it does. It seems like that. You know, I think the one rock that I gotta say is. Um, and I don't even know if it's like, it, it doesn't even feel like, it doesn't give that same vibe like when you think of rock, but um, indie rock is exploding. I think for at least like, for a lot of, I know for a lot of younger kids wise, it's definitely, get, I don't, like it's not at all to the extent of what, um, you know, rap or hip hop or pop or yeah. hip hop is today. But I think that indie rock is uh, that one subgenre of rock that's getting to a point of like where a that, lot of like people are getting there. into it's it. It's up there. Yeah, it's a lot of there are so many so many indie bands that are coming out and like um if we actually go back to the 80s yeah. um the band that i love and a lot of people love from the indie genre the smiths i love the smiths from yeah, yeah, yeah crazy yeah. super indie sound like they're not surf rock mm-hmm. but like uh the guitarist johnny marr just like he had a certain way he played and mm-hmm. and that's the thing every guitarist has a different way they yeah. play and everything so like he just had this like continue like jangly feel did, to yeah. all his riffs that really i think got the ball rolling for that yeah and then um it's actually funny because uh if you go on tiktok right mm-hmm. everyone's obsessed with the trends and the sounds and the big trend right now is fleetwood mac like we were talking about I earlier that, yeah. and, and there's there's people that are that are like trying to like, like there's people nowadays that are aren't really going towards the rap they're like yeah. oh i really like the music from the 70s yeah. you know i, I want to be like that and uh, I, they listen to fleetwood mac and i think those you know that rolls the ball gets the ball rolling and everyone's like oh, you know yeah. i really like the the indie feel but like yeah. the soothing indie feel and mm-hmm. doesn't soft-spoken lyrics i agree so i i just, i think i i, I think rock mm-hmm. could be on the come up or or subgenres come how that yeah on the come up because there are these people um I feel like uh, nowadays mm-hmm. with rap and hip hop and pop, I, I think it, it it ties into like don't want to get all political here, but I, no, no, no. I think it is going a little political. Yeah, but it, it definitely and I yeah and you know I'm curious to see how that's gonna make hip hop evolve. You know, because I think yeah. even like that too, because I think with that like they had that political stuff in there. I think our generation is more. Um, Suited, like it works for us, you know. Like we don't think much of it, yeah. but I know that older generations do, and um, I think that that's going to be. I mean, obviously, so many songs and music, music groups that whatever or bands or whatever that have um, a lot of you know connotations for you know activism and all this stuff. That's a huge part. It's a huge deal of whatever yeah. they make, but also um, it's definitely going to be interesting to see now what other bands do in relation to that or like for rock too like what are they going to do like i i guess even like like hip-hop wise i think a lot of songs um revolt like you look like kendrick lamar or whatever like he had a whole album um to my mother for life what it was like it was literally all about just him and like him growing up and stuff like that yeah and i feel like um with rock i don't i almost i don't see that like uh that so much you know like i don't see like um like a whole album dedicated to like um experience and like inner city or like experience and like yeah, growing up yeah, because yeah. I, I feel like it's like a different vibe almost like mm-hmm. it doesn't have that same and it, it looks like the audience today of uh kids or whatever and stuff like that they like that hip-hop almost because like it, it's got that a lot of them have like, like it has that gritty feel or whatever it has mm-hmm. that kind of yeah and um you know i i'm i think indie will definitely help rock and that's why i definitely don't think it's dead no yeah but um I do think that they are, uh, they're definitely, it's rock is still definitely below 
hip hop and not oh, pop. And, and I, you know, I think it's gonna be like that for a while. Yeah. Because you know, like you're saying, like Kendrick Lamar having the whole well, like, like let's put it this way: it's a concept album, okay? Yeah. Like there's a whole there's an idea to it. It's mm-hmm. not just a bunch of songs to have different vibes. Like the whole album had the one straight vibe. It was yeah. him growing up, and um, I I think just a lot of people maybe can like relate to that. Now, Definitely. You know? No, de- yeah. Um, and then, but you know what? Too actually, it's a, a band that I do see. Huge, everyone knows about it, Tam Impala or whatever. Yeah. Like everyone, that's a band. What is interesting about them too is that, um, like they're a rock band technically, but they're also like experimental rock, which yeah. I wonder if that subgenre is going to get. Because I know a lot of uh, hip hop artists that look at, uh, like I know uh, Travis Scott, um, ASAP Rocky, whatever, they look at Tim Impala and they love what he, like he's doing with that group. Yeah, no, there's there's you know? plenty, um, plenty of rappers and all, like you know, they don't just listen to rap. Like, yeah, they obviously, like they other kinds of music other, and everything. Yeah. But like rap is just like what they what, they, what they know how to do, or mm-hmm. pops what they know uh, what to do. But um, you know, um, especially nowadays, it, it's trends and like the, like how we're talking about how music has changed. Mm-hmm. Like every decade, it's something different. So, yeah. Like when rappers hear like, oh, maybe this Tame Impala record's awesome, mm-hmm. and oh, and rapping's all about samples. So like, if, if you yeah. find a nice piece of music, well, that's what they that use a lot. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's all samples, and it's all like. And like, there's only so much. I mean, there's obviously millions of songs. Yeah. But like, there's only so many vibes that you can you, you can get yeah. into. So, um, I think if they hear something like Tame Impala, like, oh, like, oh, I've never heard that before. Yeah. That sounds like amazing. That, yeah. well, let, me, let me reach out to him. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, can I use this? I, I think it. I think it's more of um, trying to find something new mm-hmm. and what they can incorporate in their own style. Which is nice because that also brings the thing. Like, because they're inspired by him, or whatever. I think a lot of, obviously a lot of artists in general, but especially like now, just because like hip hop is so significant or whatever, it's such a big deal in the whole music industry, is that um, hip hop musicians and artists will look at rock um, artists, musicians, whatever, and they'll see something they do and they'll be like, that's really dope. I want to incorporate that into my musicography. Like I want to like, you know, like use that like sample you are saying, mm-hmm. or yeah. even like a sound or whatever like that. Cause, um, you know, and the cool thing about that is that it would mean that not only would rap be evolving and hip hop, but also rock would be evolving, evolving too. Yeah. Because they're looking both ways, of like what they, um, mm-hmm. you know, like what they do to, you know, achieve their music. So, um, it it definitely is. It's it's weird because like like obviously you know you like rock bands, I like rock bands, but when I talk to a lot of people, or whatever, like the big thing is trap, or like the big thing yeah, is no, like I, you know. I think now it's trap. Like it's getting it's all, that it's like those yeah I, I, I think it's it's really good party music yeah it, it is, is what trap really was I, I think is, people yeah. get a misconception of what trap music was because mm-hmm. like it's trap is is like it's own genre trap is like the high snares go when you have yeah. the hi-hat and it was like made for parties and there was honestly no lyrics to trap yeah. Yeah. now like an artist like Travis Scott um, it goes back to sampling they'll take a, like a trap sample you know, change it up a little bit, have their producers do it, and then they're going to rap over it. Mm-hmm. So, like, and then it became, like, rap is kind of, like, there's a, it's actually a subgenre of rap is traps. Like, yeah. rap over a trap beat. Or, um, you have boom bap, which is, like, takes its samples from all jazz music. Yeah, and has, like, does that. Which boom bap and awesome stuff too. Yeah. in the background. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I think that, I think it's going to be, especially, like, this decade, too, with COVID-wise, what's going on and stuff, mm-hmm. it's going to definitely affect that whole what's going to happen with all but um i don't know i can't think of any like tim impala is a big one i feel like because i think that's getting more popularized too but it seems like the majority of 
uh, like rock that I listen to to like today is more along the lines of like indie rock or like um, surf kind of rock or like more alternative rock. Alternative, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like our like I feel like alternative. Yeah. Um, is probably the biggest one right now. Yeah, and like you saw, you'll see like what you, what's interesting too is that, um, for example, like Arctic Monkeys. They mm-hmm. when they released AM twenty thirteen, I think it came out. It was uh, it was huge. Like it was such a big deal and stuff. Same. But it was like that one album. I feel like was like obviously everyone. I'm sure like a lot of people know about them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, pre AM, like that album that came, um, it's like two thousands whatever. All that they were like more punk rock. They were more like a yeah. long. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so it was almost like because they were that sort of rock it wasn't able to get to that level of worldwide prominence that AM got because yeah, AM and was getting more, all that publicity. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's it's like, it seems like if you're not, if your music is more experimental, which makes sense obviously too, but like if like a lot of rock now too is, I feel like, I don't know, it's not in the experimental, experimental category, but um, it's just, because it's not as popular, um, if you don't find what type of rock is popular in the moment, it's, you're, it's gonna, gonna be, yeah, one. you're not gonna, you know? And so, what Arctic Monkeys achieved was that they were able to grow out of that punk rock or whatever mm-hmm. and make that album that really everyone would listen to. Like that, they were like, that was sick, you know? Because I, I, you know, I was listening to a um, analysis of AM or whatever, okay. and a lot of so they grew up listening to a lot of Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, especially um, the Chronic, not the Chronic, no, what was the one with? Um, 2001. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, anyway, they listened to a lot of. Uh, this album that Snoop and uh, Dre made, and like I think it was the early thousands, and uh, that sample or whatever they listened to a lot, and they really liked it. And that whole they like subtly made that rap sample, not like the exact rap sample, but that same kind of sound mm-hmm. into that AM album. Into the AM, you know. Album. And I think that's why it kind of turned a lot of people on because it was like, wait, it's very subtle. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like very subtly like a hip hop kind of like beat kind of thing, but like not exactly almost, so it wouldn't turn off everyone else. But um. So that's why I think it's it's tough to because like even like you know I think of like rock bands now and a lot of them like um, it's almost like the rock bands that I see nowadays or the ones that are really popular like boy bands you know, like a lot of like like just like I'll think of like um, I knew growing up like middle school wise one of the big bands that a lot of girls like was Five Seconds of Summer yes. you, yeah uh-huh. and so it's almost like um, if you have that appeal towards like that young audience or whatever, yeah. whatever with that. And it's, it's like, it's rock, but it's also like yeah, not it's, it's, traditional. It's like you know? pop rock. Yeah, exactly. That's the know? best way to put it. That's the best way. Yeah, that's what it yeah. is. If, if it's pop rock, then you're set. Mm-hmm. Just know you're, you're fine. Yeah, no, it, it's, I think, like you just got to put that word pop in there. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you're guys, good. We're oh, you're you can set. put anything you're out, good. we're going to be fine. Yeah, <laughs> which is just, it's so funny how it just like, it triggers like that and stuff like that. And, um, For sure. But then also, you know, too, I think that, um, like say like our uh you know a smaller rock band got some popular super fast or whatever like would that constitute their music then now as pop because it's like it's popular or like would it stay in that so i don't know i i think it's on the line of like doing what you want as mm-hmm. a musician versus what the people want to hear yeah so you, know, you know what i'm saying trying to find that yeah so gap of, yeah. like let's just go back to the arctic monkeys right okay like they're doing the whole punk rock um, pop punk thing they want to do right yeah. and then they they're like okay like this isn't working so then they mm-hmm. took the idea from the early 2000s let's try this out make AM AM's a huge hit mm-hmm. I'm like the um, the main song do I want to know yeah right exactly that took it off 
So, and, and, and so like now they're in a bind because like everyone's like, okay, we like this. We want more of this. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, like, oh God, okay. Like guys, we have to make another album that is going to be just like this. Or are we going to make another album that experiments a little bit? And like, are people going to accept that? Exactly. Or are they going to be like, oh, like, I don't like this because this isn't like the AM album you put yeah. And that goes at all, like rock bands and people in general, and yeah. rappers, like people not liking a certain album because it's not like what you used to like. But I, yeah, y- y- no, 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 I agree. There was yeah, like, yeah. just what you were saying. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. Like that's a, that's a, I think too with, um, and it's, it's, it's weird. It's funny. Cause like, it's obviously not only with rock, that is a, like a thing, but I think that, um, like you get a whole sound for one album or whatever. Yeah. And like people look back at that and be like, I want, I need that again. Like if it's if the next album isn't like that, which kind of ties into uh, the video you showed me about title fight, title fight, that yeah. title fight, okay. which if you want to, you know, start yeah, yeah, into sure. that, yeah. so um, title fight is a post hardcore, hardcore shoot. Like they, they have so many genres yeah. you can uh, put into them. They, um, they actually formed in 2003 in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania when they were 12 years old. Wow, so they were young. So, they were yeah, super young, they're, yeah. They're, they're, these 12-year-olds guys are just jamming out, playing bass and playing yeah. drums. And like I'm looking at them like, okay, they're 12 when they're doing that. I'm 18 now and I can yeah. barely play a G chord or something. Yeah, like, so like, 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 what it, like, what are they doing different than I'm, you know? Mm. So um, they came into Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. And I'll tell you what, um, between the years of 1976 and 2003, for some reason, Wilkes-Barre became the center for hardcore. Okay. And... That is so interesting. It's like it's like like why like like yeah, I, like I I actually listened to a podcast yeah. that was um it, it, it was the members of Title Fight and these two um I forget the name of it these two Australian guys and they were talking about the whole hardcore scene and why it originated and um Wilkes Bear and even Title Fight was like they're like we have no idea why this one town just took it but like even like they had bigger bands like like big bands that would sell out venues they were they were coming just to wilkes Bear mm-hmm. to play a venue for 400 people because like that was the spot and like that's where the hardcore fans were yeah and that's what they liked so um um when you're talking about the sound like having one album have a sound and, like people not liking the next one yeah uh title fight really fell victim to that so they um in 2011, they put out their first LP called Shed, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it, like every band's first album is going to be like that super like teenage, not developed sound. Yeah, yeah. Really good album, awesome. People loved it because it was it was in your face. Like I think there's only one song over three minutes, so it's all super quick. Okay. And um, it, it's just like it's like a burst of energy. So like if you're trying to just release energy, like listen to this thing. Yeah. Um. They followed up Shed with their sophomore album called Floral Green, and that was released in 2012. That strayed a little bit from like the punk rock hardcore, and it was more of like really high distorted guitars. But everyone thinks of that being like their album, mm-hmm. and, and like the, that, that's a great album. And um, you know, we, we can talk about the Indian shoegaze because they have one song on the album that doesn't match the tone at all. It's mm-hmm. called Head in the Ceiling Fan. And that song is even is super popular on TikTok because like it's it's mellow it's it's like it's like the one song they're not screaming oh. in. So was that a song where like they so when that was the rest of the album more like still like their old kind of like was this one yeah, song yeah. like the like, like, it was like it, almost it, it like was, a, it was still innovative yeah. but like there, there's there's always ten songs on their album so yeah they always pick ten so like the 
the other nine songs, you can literally blend them together. Yeah. Like, and, and some people don't like that, but that's just their yeah, style. Yeah, that's just what it they is. They have all nine, they, it, like, when you're listening to Title Fight, you listen to an album. You, you don't just listen to a song. Okay. Some songs blend into each other. Mm. So that was their thing. Like, they have nine songs that blend well, and then in the middle, at um, track five, is, is this, is this um, song they put out called Head in the Ceiling Fan, and it's just, it doesn't match. And But it's the song that everyone likes. Mm -hmm. So I think they... Now, and now this is where it gets a little a, a little weird now yeah. because we're talking about do you want to keep your old sound or do mm -hmm. you want to do something different? Their um their latest and most well, most I don't want to say most recent, but the last thing they ever put out mm -hmm. was called Hyperview, and yep. it's actually my favorite album by them. And this is totally shoegaze, and shoegaze rock is kind of like again super distorted guitars but the the vocals are like super low so like the first time i listened to this thing i had to have the lyrics pulled up and even with the lyrics pulled up i had no idea where the lyrics were and yeah. i just keep re-listening re-listening and you can hear it now and um title fight happens to be one of those bands who doesn't care what they're putting out mm -hmm. it's like look we want to do this if you want to listen to it you can listen to it if you don't want to whatever yeah and, and, and that's just how it is and i think that, i think that's a great mentality to have because as a musician um, you, know, you know, like you're writing and making music you want to listen to. So, like a, a bunch of the hardcore fans, of Title Fight were like, you know, like like what is going on in this new album? It doesn't it doesn't have the energy. Like, and everyone's yeah. like, oh, you got you guys really took a step back here. But mm -hmm. I, I just think it's it's them not being able to understand that a band they're liking is really evolving. Okay. And and um, I would say Hyperview is my favorite. It's just um, all one tone again, but like the tone you get. It, it, it almost feels nostalgic and yeah. like even listening to it for the first time you're like like why do i know this but you you can't know it. it's the first time you're listening to yeah it. and um all those songs bleed together they're perfect they just it, it's um and their big thing is too they uh they, they don't write a lot of lyrics like some of their songs will have like six sentences of lyrics okay and then i'm looking Love at it. i'm like okay how is six sentences three minutes long yeah and they, they just they just spread it out and like they you know, like they paint you a picture mm -hmm. with minimal words, so like it's kind of up for your depiction on what's going on. Yeah, that's interesting because yeah. that's I don't I don't hear a lot of music like that too. Or at least oh, yeah, I don't know yeah, it's, many bands I, I, that do that. I, I really think that it, it's a really key characteristic that they just took, or or maybe that's just how they are. Like, like they don't have much to say, mm -hmm. but like this is it, and you know you can think about it and do what you want with it. Yeah, and um, the last show that Title Fight played was back in 2018. And it was in um, it was in New York, and it was for like a charity. I think this, I think one of their friends, like a family member, got ill, and they were doing like uh, they were bringing a bunch of bands in to raise awareness or raise money, and they brought Title Fit in. Yeah. And um, that was the last show they played in 2018. Now um, everyone's like, oh, you know, they're done or they're broken up and whatever. Yeah. And um, like it, like. I, I think they're kind of being ignorant about it, but Title Fight just, they haven't released a statement. And um, going back to that podcast I listened to, right? Mm -hmm. They were, the, the the guys like, he's like, okay guys, I'm sorry to do this to you, but I have to ask, like, like what's coming up for Title Fight? Like, are we, are we doing something? And the main singer, uh, Ned, just, he gave the most Ned answer ever. Mm -hmm. And he was like, um, he's like, a lot of people say that, you know we're broken up or we're not going to do a tour or we're still a band he's like um he's like L listen to what you want but until you get a statement from us then you'll, you'll never know what's happening and mm -hmm. like he doesn't like to be put in boxes or anything so like it like 
it didn't even answer the question. He's kind of like, if we're, he's like, well, basically what he was saying was, if we're broken up, we'll tell you we're broken up. Yeah. He's like, if we're going to make an album, we'll tell you we're going to make an album. Mm-hmm. And it's just been two years of this complete silence. Oh, so, oh, wow. Yeah. So like, it, it's, it's so well, how mysterious they, and weird. How was it, was their last album they released then was Hyperview? Was that more like popularity wise? Was it, did it rank the same as the previous albums? Was it better than the rest of the albums or was um, it? No, it, no? I, I think it's third. Okay. Yeah, you know, it, it's third okay. because um, Floral Green's their number one, right? Yep. The, 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 their 2012 sophomore album is number one, and then it goes Shed, then it goes Hyperview, and then they have, um, like, throughout the years and when they started, 2003 to 2009, they put out a bunch of little small EPs, yeah. and they took, and there's actually 12, it's the only album they have 12 songs on. They, um, made a compilation album called The Last Thing You'll Forget and that was released in 2009 and that one is like whatever it's weird it's not the highest ranking one but if you go on YouTube you're looking at comments like okay please play the old stuff like we love the old stuff because like that was when they were like super immature and Mm -hmm. just like screaming stuff like it was heartbreak relationships like talking about the town and everything so like that album is what everyone likes like they they like the last thing you'll forget they like floral green they like shed and then hyperview is like only for the fans that were able to accept they're they're growing as musicians and what they're doing well that's the thing because you know the reason i ask is especially because i i want i was thinking if, if hyperview did really well commercially wise compared to other ones that would have been almost like their stepping stone into getting to some form of the realm of mainstream. Exactly. Obviously, it doesn't seem like they mm-hmm. like it seems like they had a very cult following, like very yeah, tight. No, I, and, and I think you know? I, th- I think they want it like that. Yeah, they don't want it to be. They're they're they they, they don't show off. Yeah. they know what they do, and um, but quite frankly, like I I haven't I didn't unfortunately have the opportunity to see them live. Yeah, I got into them a little bit later. But um, if you look on YouTube, they just like their albums. Every song when they play live just goes into the next one. Like, yeah. like they're known for like their live transitions. Like they're a really good live band, and like when you listen to them live, it's just like wow, these guys are like really, like really, really good. And I think they talk to the crowd maybe one time in the set. Like that's interesting. Yeah, they, like they they just like, they don't talk. Like they, they just, like they get straight in, to it. play their songs, and then they just leave. Yeah. It's like, okay, we came here to do this. We did this. Um, they don't, they don't like sign things or like go out and talk to the fans or anything like that. Like, they, yeah. like it's like, they just like, I'm not sure if they're just like actually shy people mm-hmm. or what's going on. But, um, I can definitely say like, even like, let's say Hyperview was their most, like their best selling album mm-hmm. and then went to mainstream. I, I I don't think they would have put. Well, I mean, they don't have another album, but if they went yeah. mainstream, I don't think they would have continued. Yeah. Because like, like they don't want that spotlight. They yeah, I don't want to. Get, which is that's why that's was the big thing about a lot of like uh, rock bands that have noticed. Because a lot of my favorite rock bands, or I say, you know, I keep saying rock too. Obviously, there's some genres and all that, mm-hmm. so it's not like we're like you know. You know, I, I, only, I think it's only yeah, rock. Which, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But so. Um, a lot of them are very they're small they're super small they have very small followings it's not like mm-hmm. they're huge and i think that that's also one of the reasons why rock hasn't you know it's not still like at the top right now because i think a lot of rock bands now are more uh you know not it's not even like they're like, like that specific genre of indie rock but it's the fact that they're like independent in like how they run things like they're very they're they're fine with being small mm-hmm. as long as they're making music that they actually really want to make yeah so um and that's why I think that it's I, unless there's a rock band that's able to 
get to that point where like they're also able to like balance mainstream with also what they want to do it seems like it i haven't seen that in a while yeah i don't know if it's gonna get there but yeah i I think the closest you're going to get to that is imagine dragons yeah okay because like like, because like they're like they're they're so mainstream yeah but well, look at you know like we're, we're not the main singer we're not gonna know if like that's the music they want no, to put yeah, out yeah. or not but you have to hand it to them like I, I feel like I feel like like early 2012 mm-hmm. you know 13 14 when they put out that first album yeah, radioactive, and radioactive and demons like yeah. that was huge that like, was huge yeah that was anything that was on the radio mm-hmm. right and then you know you have a couple of years in between like I'm like oh you know they fell off I don't hear anything and then they they come back with the the most recent album they put out excuse I don't know the, the name of it sorry yeah me. I don't really know but, um, Imagine Dragons um, too, but their song Believer yeah is a big one like yeah. that was on the radio 24-7 um, a couple other like huge singles they put out and like they, they, they were like back on top yeah and I, I think I think they're back on top right now like, yeah it's just like it's weird and, and like like I, I would like obviously whatever they're doing they're doing right yeah like, you know what I mean they definitely are like, like you know but it's cool. just it's not what it's like well it's like kind of like um the way I look at Imagine Dragons is their success is the kind of similar to the way I look at how Maroon 5 or a band like Coldplay has got, like how they've evolved to more of that mainstream kind of thing. Or like they're you know like, what? yeah. I take it back. Coldplay Cold, is the yeah. band that does what they want. Yeah. And it's still amazing. Yeah. Well, because it's like, it's, it's, and I don't they've know. been around for like since 2000. So yeah, and their music has progressed. Like it's it's evolved their, so crazy. Their music it's, has progressed. The word for it is beautifully. Yeah. Like they have their old stuff. Mm-hmm. Everyone likes. They have new songs that come out, and they, they even like released. Um, it's called Party for the Weekend or yeah. something weekend, and yeah. they had with Beyonce. They, they brought Beyonce. Like, like what rock band do you know yeah. is like hey, Beyonce want to hop on a track with us? Mm-hmm. And like it, it was all like I think it was it was like electronic. Like mm-hmm. there was like a rock band having electronic backgrounds you're bringing in like probably the most well-known female artist yep. Beyonce just her whole status and it worked like it and works it, it, it yeah. just worked and it's funny because like they're not even like they might have some elements of pop but it's not like I don't think of Coldplay as like a pop rock band no you know I, what I, mean? I, 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 don't I, th- even, I think of Coldplay as Coldplay exactly doing what like they they're very do. unique in that sense where yeah. they found a way to yeah exactly do what they want and yet they, everyone they, was like, they everyone just, was Coldplay they just did it yeah that's probably the, I think that might be the one um, outlier actually in this like if because I obviously don't think rock is dying but if someone was to argue that like side of the debate I think that they'll be the outlier because they were able to achieve that success yeah. and yet they've been so innovative in the way they've been doing their music it's just it's crazy so but yeah so I think obviously don't think it's dying I think it's evolving for the better I think so at least because I with, with rock especially too I think that because a lot of the majority of rock bands are smaller and they have mm-hmm. smaller followings, rock in general is, a lot, is so much easier able to progress because you have different types of rock everywhere. Exactly. Meanwhile, in hip hop, it's it's almost like it's harder to find. There is a lot of experimental hip hop, but it's that's that's super hard to find. First of all, also yeah, yeah. a lot of hip hop revolves around those artists like Travis Scott, Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, all these. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's it, just it's, yeah. I don't know. But we'll see how it, we'll see how it goes. I'm sure that uh, I think this decade is going to be interesting because of that. Because mm-hmm. I feel like this past decade, 2010s, hip hop just like exploded. It, it 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 like um the way it shifted. Yeah. So like a 10 year span, mm-hmm. it shifted so quickly. Like 2010s, 
it wasn't really rap. Like, you know, it was like Katy Perry, yeah. like Taylor Swift coming in there a little bit. And it was it was pop. Mm-hmm. And then like 2015 came around, you, you got Fetty Wap taking over, yep. Trap Queen, that song was huge. And then like uh, all these other small artists, like uh, like uh, you got Lil Uzi Vert, Travis Scott was big in 2016 and huge now. Yeah. I, I just think it like it really, it really hardly transitioned into rap right now. I think hip hop rap, is at the top and it seems like a recurring theme I just think hip hop and rap is at the top right now because even if you think about it like Katy Perry like I haven't really heard anything about Katy Perry yeah you know I really haven't either I'm pretty I'm sure she has released something within the past three years Mm -hmm. but it was like okay cool this is a good song sweep it on the rug oh Travis Scott comes out oh let's listen to this you know this is the big thing yeah it's it's transitioned so quickly it has it really it's, it's getting faster and faster like even thinking of like um what is it like? I know hip hop wise, like SoundCloud rap was huge, like two years ago. Yeah, was like no, the whole, s- SoundCloud rap was twenty sixteen. Yeah, you know, like now, huge. I don't even think about that anymore. I don't even think of like it's it's, it's even a joke now. It's yeah, like, it's like it's oh, a complete people it's joke. Like, oh, you're, you're gonna go home and listen to a SoundCloud rap. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. So it's just it's funny how fast it moves. So that's why you know it's gonna be so cool. Um, just listening to rock as it expands, like for rock at least now as it because if it's move if rap is moving that fast. Damn well, no rock's gonna be moving fast like that too. No, so. if, if I think we gotta put it this way: if rap is moving that fast, yeah. rock has to move twice as fast. Yeah, in order just to catch up somehow. Just, just the way it looks right now. Yeah. So. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, but yeah. So, uh, what do we got? So, closing wise, I mean, next week I have a buddy of mine, uh, Bobby Curtin, who has been on the podcast before. He's gonna be talking about his two bands, Birthboard and La Fringe. Um, and then, you know, just make sure to follow the Instagram for the Create Podcast. It's F14 Create Podcast and then also F14 Productions. Um, thank you for coming on, Ralph. Really appreciate it's it. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Appreciate dope. it. Uh, so, yeah, I hope you guys like the podcast. Make sure to follow the Instagram and uh, I'll keep you updated. And I'll see you guys next week.